Welcome to episode 19. On this episode of the Intentional Edit Podcast, I share tips for how to declutter, start organizing, and create systems for people that don't find themselves naturally organized. If you struggle with how to organize, purge, and implement systems that keep your family and home organized, this is an episode you don't want to miss. If you're struggling with daily tasks, clutter, organization, and finding any sort of work-life balance, the Intentional Edit Podcast is for you. It's time to stop the chaos and live with more intention. I am Lauren, and I'm here to help you declutter, implement systems, and maximize routines that remove the overwhelming, unorganized parts of life, bringing simplicity to your home. Come on, it's time to create a life you love. It's episode 19 of the Intentional Edit Podcast. It's also the last podcast that I'll be recording for 2021. I'll be taking two weeks off to fully enjoy the holidays with family and friends, and we'll be back with the 20th episode in 2022. I really can't thank you enough for listening to these and giving me such positive feedback. If you have questions that you want to submit, you can always go to the Intentional Edit website, intentionaledit.com, and submit your questions there. Send them to me in a direct message on Instagram or other social media. I'm found at Intentional Edit. I will be happy to answer your questions on episode episodes like this or quick tip Tuesday episodes also. I really appreciate the feedback that you have given me. If you have things that you want me to cover and topics that I can talk about that will help you, please send me messages, emails, DMs, whatever it is. Communicate with me so that I know what you want to hear. If you are enjoying this podcast and find yourself learning helpful things that I'm sharing with you, please take a screenshot right now of this episode and post it to your Instagram or other social media and tag me at Intentional Edit. Recommend this podcast to your family and friends so that I can help more people learn to simplify and implement systems in their life and home just like I am helping you. Today, I'm going to share some ideas for people that don't feel like being organized or implementing organization and systems to stay organized comes naturally. This episode is going to help you if you feel like that is something you struggle with. I shared my go-to decluttering and purging step-by-step guides in episode eight, I believe. Yeah, episode eight. If you haven't listened to episode eight, either stop this and go listen to that one now, or when you finish this one, go listen to that one. It is will be so helpful for you. You can learn how to efficiently declutter with tried and true systems that I've used in my home and that I've used with clients. What I suggest in that episode and how I explain the decluttering process it will keep you on track. Other episodes that are good are episodes three and four. They are good ones if you are starting on the decluttering and organizing journey or you've started and stopped and you're really trying to embrace this so that you can be living a more simplified life and be intentional with your time. Of course, we know everyone's brain works differently, and I'm very thankful for that. I happen to be one of those people that is naturally organized, and I see things in a very systematic and organized way. I live for a good plan, and I actually love to figure out time-saving things that will simplify life for myself and for other people too. Sometimes my coaching clients have a very different lifestyle than I do, and I actually find the challenge to come up with and create systems that work for them and for their families to be kind of a fun thing for me. That's something that I like to do, and I know that that's unusual. 
if you're not naturally organized and you have a brain that is exceptional with other skills, then I know that that sounds awful to you and excruciating and you have absolutely no interest in coming up with those systems or figuring out why your home is cluttered and unorganized, you just want the problem solved. It's truly a good thing we aren't the same and we can work together to come up with the ultimate solutions for your needs. When you desire to have this like organized space or you feel like you are having stress because of the clutter or you just don't like the clutter and you don't even realize it's causing you stress, when you have this desire to get organized, you're struggling with a number of things that you know can be easier or simpler. Whatever is causing the feelings of overwhelm and the frustrations, you know it doesn't have to be that way. The way that it currently is, it doesn't have to stay that way. Something doesn't feel good about the way it is right now. I want to take a second to applaud you. I I truly mean this. You realize that it could be better and that there's a different way to be living. You're realizing there are better ways and you don't have to stay in this stuck, uncomfortable place that isn't where you want to be. You're ready to get off the hamster wheel, so put your best effort into simple changes and that can really change your life for the better. If you think about it like working out, you want to start working out, you know that you can have more energy, you know that you can be at a weight that is more comfortable for you, you know that you can eat better foods that will fuel your body. You can see it out there that this exists, you know some of the benefits that come from it, you're ready to go, but you need help. And that's when you seek out a dietitian or a trainer, a nutritionist, people like that. What you're doing by coming here and listening to this episode and doing a Google search or following people on social media that are clutter coaches or organizers or have the ability to help you like the things that I do, you are seeking that professional help that can get you to that better place. You are the one that made that decision. Applaud yourself for that and you're here. This is where you can get the information and now you just have to take that information and apply it in your own home and move forward with that to push you to that better life that you're desiring. Now, how do you make these changes when being organized doesn't come naturally? Let's talk about how to do what will work for you and your family during these ages where your kids are growing and the stages are constantly changing. Here's just a quick Cliff Notes version of getting to the better place so you can get away from the situation you're currently in because we know you don't want to be there. You don't want to feel overwhelmed. You don't want to feel stressed. You don't want to feel the burden of all the things that require your time and maintenance in your home and life. I want you to take just a few seconds to think about the end result you're desiring. What do you want? What problem are you trying to solve right now? And what do you want to happen in your home and in your life that you are seeking to become better? Take a couple seconds and really think about that. What is the end result that you're looking for? You want your time back. You don't want to feel like you're living among clutter and disorganization. And you're ready to align your home with how you want to feel you are probably ready to not feel so overwhelmed all the time, right? Keep that end goal in mind when you're listening to the next few ideas that I share with you. The first one that I'm gonna bring up is decluttering and purging and eliminating the unnecessary. Why is decluttering important? Removing the unwanted, never used, extra items in your home frees up your time and it allows your mind to have a sense of calm. Decluttering your home also declutters your mind. 
It creates a better feeling in your home and a sense of peace and tranquility. If you have kids, there will always be things to declutter because of the things and materialistic objects that are frequently changing. When kids are growing and their ages change, the stages that they're in and the toys that they need and the activities that they're involved in change frequently. So if you don't have younger kids to pass those things down to, you quickly have things that your kids have outgrown and are no longer necessary. Being more mindful about what you purchase in all areas, not just with the kids, but but also with the kids' toys and clothes and all of that stuff, it reduces what you allow to come into your home. So you will, when you're mindful about making these decisions, sometimes you say no to something because you already have an item that does the same thing or you have something that, that is similar, it serves the same purpose, or you realize it's just, it's not a need and you don't really want it because every single thing you allow to come into your home and life you are now in charge of. You have to take care of it. You have to maintain it. You have to clean it and find a place to store it. When you go through that process and you are mindful of these things, then sometimes you choose to not purchase something instead of to purchase it. Along those lines, give yourself some slack when it comes to decluttering the kids stuff because there will always be some purging when it comes to kids and their belongings. Even if you have fully embraced a minimalist lifestyle, there will still be things with kids as they grow and they need new clothes, bigger clothes, bigger shoes, and the stages that they're in and developmentally, they require different things. Of course, with kids, you will always have more purging and decluttering than if you are just an adult living on your own. Don't limit the decluttering thoughts to the the toys and the clothes though. Kids also come with uniforms and activities that require equipment and sometimes accessories and, you know, sporting equipment and things like that. Those activities often change and they can change quickly from season to season. Sometimes it's only six weeks and then those things are never used again. Or maybe you have a kid that's committed to an activity and it's just new products that need to be purchased because they are wearing out or they're growing quickly and they need new sizes. Let's not forget about art projects and school papers and school projects rewards and certificates and all those things that come home and are sent home with your kids. There's always the stuff coming to your home. You have to make decisions about all of those things. Systems are the key. I'm going to say that again. A good system is the key to staying organized and on top of all of this. And that can lead you to a a state where you have a system in place so that the clutter doesn't build up. If you don't have a good system, then you need to declutter. One thing you need to do if you want to be more organized is to create the systems that I just mentioned. You have to have these systems in place to simply remove the clutter and deal with the things right away or at a planned time each week so that the stuff we're talking about doesn't build up and pile all over your kitchen counter and in your house because that's the stuff that makes you irritable and you wanna snap. It's not just the item, but it's the buildup one after another after another. And then all of a sudden you're so frustrated, you just can't take it anymore. When you have a system in place, It calms that part of your brain so you don't have to worry about it. You know when to go through it, whether it's every day or once a week, and then you don't have that clutter accumulate. Dealing with it right away is 
my favorite way to do it, but depending on your schedule and what happens in your home, you might need to do it once a week. Either way is fine. Either way works. Set a time that you have determined so that you don't have to deal with it and end up in a big meltdown because you're overwhelmed and exhausted over the clutter situation. A few minutes ago when I asked you what your end goal was, if you said it was to have more time and more time to spend with your friends and family, doing what I just said, implementing that kind of a system around the common clutter that comes in the home on a regular basis and having a system on how to get rid of it and deal with it right away is one of the keys to freeing up your time so that you can be spending your time doing what you want. I coach in detail about this and how to set up systems. And I talk about this in my courses. It's super specific and personalized in my coaching calls. So if that is something that you are interested in and you know you need to do this, but you're not clear on doing it yourself or you don't feel confident in doing that, go to my website, look at the coaching page and we can set up a coaching call. I can help you create the systems that you need in your home to end up with your end results and your goals that you're wanting. When you are creating these systems, they eventually become habits and that's what you want to happen. Be sure that you are not taking all the responsibility yourself. Give your family members jobs and make them be part of this. They have to be part of these systems so the entire family can work together to keep these systems running. You want the systems to be smooth sailing routines that you don't even think about. With school papers, that might mean having your kids place them in a basket on a counter somewhere or on your desk and then mom goes through those once a week. Or another system, it could be putting clothes in a laundry basket instead of on the floor. A two-year-old can put clothes in a dirty laundry basket. This could be something like putting dishes in the sink or after kids eat, putting the dishes in the dishwasher. Not leaving lunch boxes in the backpack after school or water bottle in the backpack. Those things come to the kitchen counter depending on the ages of your kids. If they're really young, it might just be take them, put them on the kitchen counter, and then one of the parents or one of the older siblings does the cleaning out and preparing for the next day. It could also be if you have older kids, when they get home from school, that's one of the things they do. Immediately empty out the lunch, clean out the lunchbox, and pack it for the next day. And those are things what I mean, you have to create these systems that are specific to your family that is a good one. Because if you have preschool kids, they're not packing their own lunches. But if you have middle school kids, they're perfectly capable of cleaning their lunchbox, packing it, cleaning their water bottle, and getting it ready again for the next day. So we want to create systems that are will be successful for your family. When you have good systems, they can easily change. As your kids grow, you can make minor modifications and give them more responsibility and do things that are age appropriate for them. All of these responsibilities should not be put on you. All, everything I mentioned, if you think about those little things, whether it's putting clothes in the laundry, putting your plate and your cup at the sink, those are things that only take a few seconds. Emptying out your backpack, your homework folder, putting the, the things that mom needs to go through in a basket, they really only take seconds. If you have these good routines and those things are part of these routines, 
and you, but you waited to do these once a week or even less than once a week, whoever is responsible for doing those tasks would be annoyed and irritated at that point. Picking up the laundry all over the house and doing the extra dirty dishes with the caked on food on all the plates and bowls and stacks of dirty dishes would now take you 20 or 30 minutes instead of a few seconds or a few minutes here and there. When it finally gets to the time to do these things, you're going to be angry and irritated because it has become a big thing when it's really little things when you take care of them right away. Once you have the correct systems in place, you can spend a few seconds here and there and it keeps things in order, making sure that they don't head towards that chaotic space because you're taking care of them right away within the systems that you've created. And those systems after practicing them for a little bit, usually around a month, they become habits and you're not even thinking about it anymore. And you look back on the you know months in the future, you look back on the time and you're like, I almost forget what it was even like when my kids didn't take their dishes to the sink or my kids didn't put their laundry in the laundry basket. Your kids aren't thinking about it. They might complain at first, but once they are doing it, it becomes a habit and it's not a significant thing they're thinking about and they're not complaining about it anymore because it's just part of what you do every day, just like brushing your teeth. If you're a house that doesn't allow shoes inside, then everyone in the family knows where to take off the shoes, right? Usually near the door. Maybe it's right outside the door coming in from the garage. You have a basket, you have a shoe rack, something. But people know what to do with the shoes because they don't wear the shoes in the house. That is a system. And so many people do that. If it's just something you do, then I bet you aren't thinking about it. Actually, I know you're not thinking about it because it's a, it has become effortless. It's just something that happens and that's when the system has become a habit. Effortless or maybe a minimal effort is the goal with most of your systems. We put those systems in place all over the home. Remember, we're doing this with a goal in mind. It was that goal I asked you to think about a few minutes ago. You don't want to feel overwhelmed and stressed anymore. You want to be able to spend time doing what you want with the people that you want. You're done with the scrambling, stressed out, running around last minute and exhausted all the time feelings, and you're ready to make a change. Systems are the key to those changes that you want to see. You have systems, routines, rhythms in your home. Those systems and routines are currently happening. Some might be working and some might not. You might have some bad habits and bad routines that have happened over the years and those are not working. So those are the ones that need to be changed. As the needs of your family change, you adapt good systems easily. They can continue serving your needs because you make the little changes here and there. Good systems flow and once they're in place, they happen easily because they have become a habit. It takes planning and effort at first And after a few weeks, you will feel the benefits in your home. If you need to make a tweak here or change there, this is easy to do when you have your home running with minimal effort because of these good systems. I want you to come away from this episode with actionable things that you can do to create systems that work for your home and family because that is what is going to keep your family that is not naturally organized, organized. I just gave you some examples with things that you can do to start implementing systems like addressing the papers as soon as they come home from school or having a basket for that. What is coming into your home right away? Address the things that are coming into the home from outside immediately or the shoes by the door when coming inside. 
Create an evening routine and a morning routine. Those things are huge. If you could only do one routine or one system right now, create an evening routine. That is so helpful to you and it sets you up for success the next day. Listen to episode 10 on how to set up an evening routine. It it will give you detailed information on that. Talks about like what you should include in your routine and gives you some ideas. Create this for your family right away. If you can only do one system, or one routine, come up with a game-changing evening routine. It's not going to take you an extremely long amount of time, but the things you do at night set yourself up for success in the morning. When you finish this episode, episode 10, if you haven't listened to it, is all about evening routines and why they are essential for a great day the following day. Definitely go over and listen to episode 10. Another thing that is a game changer to keep your home running smoothly is to create some kind of a weekly refresh and reset or restock plan. This would include anything that needs to be done weekly and it it really is specific to your family. Everyone in the family participates with little things in this. It doesn't all fall on you. Most families do this over the weekend to be set up for a successful week that's coming up, but if your schedule doesn't allow that, then find the time that works best for your specific needs and your schedule. The weekly refresh and restock or whatever you want to call it usually includes tasks that like checking and cross-checking weekly schedules and making a plan for everything that goes into whatever is on the calendar for the coming week. Everyone is prepared for what's coming up. That could mean scheduling a babysitter or figuring out what parent is dropping off or a carpool schedule, anything like that. If there's an extra project at school where someone needs to be driven because it's large and they can't take the bus, All of these things, when you check everyone's calendars, are figured out at this time and then you know what to expect for the coming week. You don't have the unexpected things that will throw off your rhythm and catch you off guard. You are prepared. This might also be the time where you go through the baskets of papers from the week before or grocery shopping, regular errands that need to happen. Those can also be on this weekly check-in, reset, refresh time. Meal prep, this is a good one for this. And some basic chores or household tasks can happen during this time each week too. It is important, again, that you are not taking full responsibility for this. Every family member should be involved. Unless you have little babies right now, every person can contribute and have responsibilities with this. Young kids can help bring groceries into the house or take boxes to your recycling can once you've emptied the groceries. If you have baskets in your pantry where you empty things like granola bars and fruit snacks and that kind of stuff, a two or three-year-old can empty things and put it into a basket for you. And that's the kind of thing that they actually think is fun and they feel success and they like contributing to the family. Kids that are a little older, they will have schedules and calendars too. You need to check their schedules, what's going on with them. Make them a part of the planning and coordinating. You will be surprised at how young your kids are and they can be helpful with coming up with solutions and figuring things out for themselves and and so that they can participate in these activities. When I'm talking about you being involved with your family and that you don't take on all the responsibility, You're creating an atmosphere where your family is working together and you're teaching responsibilities and planning skills. Not to mention, if you're taking all this on yourself without any help, 
you will eventually become overloaded. You'll snap because of the overwhelming stressed feelings you have and they're forming and you you can stuff them down for a little bit. But over time, you will eventually snap or yell or whatever it is when you can't take it anymore because you're doing it all yourself and you shouldn't be. You don't create all of the mess yourself. You don't eat all the food yourself. The people that are creating the mess should be helping with some of these systems and helping and they should have responsibilities. Go back to your end goal. What do you think of that you want to do for yourself in your home? What was that that you thought about? What was your end goal? Make decisions on what will help your family and what systems can be implemented to get you moving towards that goal. Put a plan in place right now or within the next few days to develop these customized systems for your family. They are custom to your family because if you have a parent that works nights or is unavailable at different times, that family is going to have a different schedule and a different dynamic than a family where both parents are working from home or you have one stay-at-home parent or you have a single parent situation. A family with five kids is going to be with different systems than a family with one. Your family is unique and we want to create systems that are customized specifically with your family in mind because we want them to work for you and to serve you. Be sure to go back and check out those other episodes that I mentioned because the details on those specific topics will be elaborated in those episodes and they will help you and guide you to create those types of systems. If you are struggling and you still don't feel like you know where to begin or you want to do this on your own and you want more of a step-by-step guide, head over to my website. It's intentionaledit.com and look into the courses and coaching that I offer. I would be happy to help you. If you really want one-on-one, then a coaching session is what you're looking for. And we can come up with a detailed, specific game plan for your family. Thank you for listening to this episode. It was episode 19. I know that you can reach your goals and bring balance and simplicity to your life and your home. Remember that when you have working systems in place to simplify your life and keep the physical things and your calendar and your to-dos organized, your life and the people in it benefit because you have learned to be more intentional with the, the way that you spend your time and you can enjoy the moments that you are scrambling just to get through right now. I'll be back in 2022 with the next episode of the Intentional Edit Podcast. Have a great holiday with your family and friends. See you in 2022. Thank you for listening to the Intentional Edit Podcast. If you found today's episode valuable, tell your friends about it by taking a screenshot, sharing it on social, and tagging me at Intentional Edit. I'll be back soon with another episode. In the meantime, find me at intentionaledit.com and be sure to follow Intentional Edit on social platforms like Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. To ensure you catch future episodes, click the subscribe or follow button now. I'm grateful for a five-star rating and review from you. Be sure to let me know what you liked about this episode and what you want me to cover in the future.